Yeah, what's good, y'all? Thank y'all for joining here at the Athlete's Table Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Kraft. Alongside me is the Lebanese Stallion. What's good, guys? What's going on? Uh, new year, new season? Absolutely. Season two, baby. Season two. Um, so, we're really excited today to bring y'all a new guest for a sport that I don't really know much about. <laughs> so, I'm going to be leaning on these guys to actually inform me just as much as they're informing y'all. Um, our guest today is Bryson Dodd. Hello, what's going what is on? Up? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? doing it's okay, you don't have to be yeah, nervous. You're, you're fine. You, you be nervous. <laughs> there, there ain't no need to be nervous. This is no, this never is, nervous. It, it, it's simple, man. Um, like we were telling you before, we're we're going to ask y'all ask you a couple of questions. You can give us a little bit of your background, and you can let us know what's going on right now because we know you got a big tryout and everything coming out soon. Um, so we're just we're excited to bring you on, talk about what's going on in the future, and let people know a different avenue uh, to go down your athletic career. So uh, we'll get started. Uh, first question, where are you from? I was uh, born and raised in Raleigh, North Carolina. My family came from like uh, the like Beaufort area, Raleigh, or Beaufort area, North Carolina, and we moved to Raleigh in like, like, like 1800. So my family's been born and raised here. My dad went to high school in Millbrook. Uh, wow, then, one of the originals. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, and my dad grew up like 10 minutes from where I live now, so Raleigh is like home, my, home. my home and blood. Yeah. <laughs> so when, when did you first get started in athletics? So when I was a kid, my dad was like, so my family is mainly like a football and basketball family, mm-hmm. mainly football with my dad's side and basketball my mom's, but my dad, when I was younger, said, um, we're going to throw Bryson in soccer to get him ready for football. And um, so I was like, what, I think like four years old or something like that. Four or five years old. Mm-hmm. And um, he said soccer's not not really a man sport, so we're just going to throw him in there to get him ready for football. <laughs> That's <what> my dad's. <laughs> and, and, uh, and then I just stuck with it, and now he's like the biggest soccer fan of me like to this day. So, so give us a little bit of background on your family. I know you've had some uncles and um – your dad played college football and stuff yeah. like that. So give a little bit of background on on mm-hmm. who they were, where they played, and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to give some of the viewers an idea of a little bit more about you. Your foundation. Yeah. So, yeah. So my family, as I said, is from Raleigh. And then my uncle, his name's Larry Dodd, he, uh, he played football at NC State. And then um, I think he had a neck injury his sophomore or junior year. Mm-hmm. And I think that took him out. I'm not exactly sure. And then... My dad played football at Elon University. He was a kicker and a wide receiver there. And um, so mainly it was just them two. And then my other uncle, I don't think, I think he played high school football. And then, and then that was kind of it for And him. then he ended there. And then all my cousins uh, right now, I think they all played football. That's just all been their thing. So, like, yeah. me and my brother Keenan have, like, we're the only ones who ever played soccer. <laughs> and yeah. basketball, really, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I for the viewers, I've known Bryson since he was in third grade. Growing up with him my whole life, he's like an extension of our family. Um, so I don't really know his story like the back of my hand. Uh, but he's, he's just to give a perspective, when I'd known him, he was only four foot eight, if that. And now he's six foot four and a seven foot wingspan almost. Like, it's just you not know, fair. He's a giant at this point. <laughs> Not really. You throw me on a basketball court, I'm like short. Yeah, yeah. On the basketball court, you're short. But in a, in a, as a you're, goalie, you're a point guard as literally. a basketball. But as a goalie, you're you're decent height for a goalie yeah. position. I'd even say take me down one inch to be a goalie because sometimes really? I feel like I'm too tall. Like like six three or six two and a half. Well, I, I know a lot of perfect. people in the recent World Cup in 2022. A lot of the goalies were like six five, six six. You know, yeah. like Croatia or Belgium's goalie six six. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember if it is one of the, another European country had a goalie that was six yeah. five. So I I don't know you know never really playing mm-hmm. soccer a whole lot. Don't know exactly yeah. how that affects the your ability to save right, shots right. and stuff. Yeah, I know Courtois. He's like if you know who that is. Yeah, from Belgium. he's like he's like I think isn't he six 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 six? Yep. So I mean I don't know six four. I guess is good. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. So can you tell us a little bit about like how you kind of became a goalie? Because I know this story is a little interesting for some people who right. don't know. Okay, so as I was growing up, me and my dad and Keenan, my brother, were like pretty big hockey fans too. So my dad 
would take us to like hockey games and we would love Cam Ward, the goalie. Oh, the best goalie there was that year. 06 <laughs> and, MVP, baby. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> me and Keenan, like, we got his jerseys. We were just obsessed with I that guy. I completely understand that one. I have his jersey, too. And uh, <laughs> we'd go in the garage, and we'd, like, take turns being goalie, trying to, like, be Cam Ward, I guess, in a way. Like, we'd wear his jerseys. We had, like, the full equipment. There's, like, a picture of me in, like, full equipment. <laughs> and um, And I just, like thought it was like the coolest thing like like someone thinks they score like they're gonna score yeah. and then just no like just don't score nowhere, nowhere so i just scores. thought it was cool and then then we started we never played hockey we then um we, we played soccer and keenan was a goalie and i was the field player mm-hmm. and i always just related it to hockey and yeah. like it was funny because when keenan was younger he would like stand like a goalie in the <laughs> soccer day and like look so stupid but i was like okay <laughs> And um, and then when I finally got old enough, I was always asking when I was a kid. I was like, when are they going to add goalies? Because I was, I swear, I was like a little Ronaldo as a kid. <laughs> I would score like four goals a game, swear. And then uh, that year, I remember we finally added goalies. And then our coach was like, none of us were actual like set goalies. He was like, who yeah. wants to play goal? And I was like, well, my brother does it, so I guess I'll try. <laughs> so I would play the last like 20 minutes of every game as like a kid um, in goal after I scored like three goals, <laughs> just going goal. And then um, I don't think I got scored on for like two years or three years. And then wow. I remember my coach was like, I think Bryson could be a goalie. And then if I remember correctly, I think I, then I just picked it up and then I was like starting full-time goalie. Um, Impressive. Yeah, so that's kind of where that started. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the age difference between you and your brother Keenan? Keenan is, I think, two and a half years older than me. Um, I'm 20. He's 22. He'll be 23 in March. So um, okay. we only played. We played high school ball together uh, for only two, two years in high school. So um, going on your high school experience, you weren't at a public school. You weren't at a private school. Mm-hmm. That was all your elementary and middle school years. Mm-hmm. What, um, what was unique about your high school experience? Like, where'd you go to school? Um, Who'd you play with? Like, who were like anybody that you played with? Go anywhere to play college soccer or anything like that? Right. So, personally, in my experience, I played um, after my uh, eighth grade year of uh, middle school. We decided to go homeschool, and mainly for me, it was because I at that time I knew what I wanted to do with soccer. Like, I wanted to um, try to pursue it, and I would like read online that all these like famous people either didn't go to um, like college; they just went straight to. To pro out of high school and I was like right, what's the quickest way to do that if I have all the time in the world okay I got to be homeschooled and then I think you and then some of your friends kind of convinced me and your brother to do it so I was like okay I guess so <laughs> and um and then in high school the only player I knew who like actually went to college and played soccer was a teammate uh I'm pretty good friends with his name's Daniel Miller he plays at Mount Olive okay um we actually played each other last year but I was sick and he was hurt so none of us even were on oh, the so field it wasn't even like a good reunion <laughs> yeah but other yeah I wanted to play him so bad and then uh, we both were out of commission so <laughs> um but yeah other than that um uh yeah that's the only team I've ever I think played with who actually went on and played college uh, sports in so soccer. So when when you say you were you were homeschooled, who who exactly did you play play with? Did, it's like travel, right? Kind of what, like what schools did you play against? So yeah. schools. So I played at um, a place called New Life Camp. It's in Raleigh. Uh, so we were like there was like a conference. I don't I forgot what it was. It's like NCHEAC or something like that. And so there was like six other homeschool teams mm-hmm. uh, there um, from like different counties and stuff and. Uh, but, like, always at the beginning of the year, we would play, like, your Ravenscrofts, NRCAs, like, all these, so like... top private schools in the area. Pretty big private schools, and I just remember they had, we'd always be scheduled for, like, a senior night at, like, a private school. And, <laughs> I think it was an easy dub against you guys. And I remember we played Friendship Academy, who's, like, this, like, preppy high school, and I was like, oh, okay, and... I saw we were their senior night. Yeah, we mercy rolled them nine zero <laughs> on their senior night. That was funny. But yeah, uh, yeah, I went to that game. I remember that game like it was. Uh, they had like blow ups. They had like like all these like bouncy houses and yeah, they yeah they're all deflated by the it. the last ten minutes. <laughs> oh god, just ru- ruined all. And then they had fireworks right afterwards. Too. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. So it made it ten times better. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Actually, the old high school that I went to and the middle school that he went to um, was the same school at NRCA. And the principal who started that, the superintendent, was the same one who started Friendship. So mm-hmm. there's a little bit of haste that we had towards Friendship. I forgot Even about Even not that, about yeah. NRCA, but just because of uh-huh. all that together. Um, That's wild. Yeah, so it kind of goes back all together. Because mm-hmm. if you don't know, Raleigh, the public schools, unless you play basketball or football... 
you really have to go private or homeschool to be able to get a shot at playing certain sports in college. And homeschool is a great way for soccer to go. Mm. Um, private school, more basketball goes that way now. Uh, it's starting to go back to the uh, public school side of stuff. Yeah. But even baseball, you have to go a lot of times in Raleigh, you have to go to private school to play baseball mm-hmm. to be ex- excellent at it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but okay, so you were doing... Uh, you were doing homeschool, playing soccer and everything. Um, give us an idea how everything was going starting your freshman year going. So it was funny. I, my freshman year, that first year, I really started being homeschooled. I uh, I always saw myself as a um, basketball player. And uh, I was, like, so into basketball. Like, that was going to be my thing. I was tall. I was decently good at it at my age. <laughs> and uh, and um, I just remember I always just got all the rebounds and – and that's just what I like. I love getting rebounds. And um, you tried yamming on people when you're in fifth grade, on eighth graders and tenth graders. <laughs> I mean, I Only at five foot two, you know. At that point, yeah. I no, eventually got it. I got the dunk down <laughs> later on. But um, where was I going with that? Um, so yeah, freshman year, I thought I was just going to be a basketball player, and then I actually didn't play club soccer. I took like a two year uh, yeah. gap because I was like basketball. I went to like. Roy Williams, like, basketball camps, like, yeah. like three years in a row, something like that. And then I was like, all right, basketball is my thing. Um, and I think my parents were all for because they love basketball. Yeah. Um, then you and they I didn't know what a, soccer was before I was born. Yeah. So. And then you and I had a heart-to-heart talk about, like, potential college areas, mm-hmm. not just for basketball but for soccer, which way to go about right. it. Right. And then I was just, like, playing in a high school game uh, up, up at camp. I forgot who we were playing. We were just playing a team. I wasn't playing club soccer at the time. I was like, just like, all right, I'm just gonna play soccer. Get me ready for basketball. Yeah. And this guy shows up to the game, and I look over at the sidelines as I should not have. Should probably be focused <laughs> on the game, but I was a freshman <laughs> in high school, so I'm like looking at the sidelines. And uh, see which girl you like. Uh. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and this guy was like kneeling next to my mom, like just talking to him. He was like, I just remember, I still remember this day. He was wearing all black, a black hat, black shirt, black everything. And I was like, I was just kind of flirting with my mom. Like, who is this guy? <laughs> and <laughs> and, uh, and then after the game, we win, of course. And then I, like, walk over. And my mom's like, I got to tell you something. I'm like, oh, God, here comes another guy in the house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then she was like, yeah, this guy, we were talking to him. He, like, owns his own club in, like, this area. He, like, played professionally for the Railhawks. And I was like, huh. And he wanted to offer you, like, a scholarship to p- come play for the club. And I was like, I haven't played club soccer in two years. But yeah. I was like, well, let's do it. And I ended up playing for, it's called Trinity Soccer Academy. I played for them f- about four years. Um, I recently played at NCFC or Castle or wherever y'all want to call it. Um, and then I took that two-year gap. And honestly, I don't know if I would have gone back to club soccer if, if, it, wasn't that, if he it. didn't show up at that game. Yeah. I probably would have tried to pursue basketball, which probably wouldn't have worked out in my favor. <laughs> but um, So, yeah, and then he got me in, and then I just love soccer. And now I, like, work for the club. I'm, like, like a big coach in their club. I coach a lot of their goalkeepers, and mm-hmm. and it's been good. So. so after all that, you're coming into your junior, senior year, getting recruited by – universities and getting look at and stuff like that um what was that experience like especially with covid around the corner Mm -hmm. when that all hit Mm -hmm. covid happens so what was your experience with covid and recruiting and what was your experience as recruiting before covid hit too right so i remember the first ever thing like i was always told as a kid like you you could be a college goalkeeper like you're a stone wall as a kid i was like oh okay well (laughs) i'll I'll try that and then um (laughs) and (laughs) Yeah, I'm more of a go with the flow kind of guy. <laughs> I just do it, and um, and um, so yeah. Around that time, is I first my first ever college email I got was from Appalachian State, and I was like, you can ask my mom. I was like, I got that email, and I was like freaking I out. Getting the phone call from you like, like twenty minutes she, later. <laughs> like she got home from work, and I'm like running. Yeah, I'm, I'm homeschooled. I don't have a life, so I run outside in the driveway. I'm like, mom. I got an email. <laughs> it was from App State, and I was like, I just remember I was so excited. And then it was like I heard from them, and then a bunch of like D two, D three schools, and I was like, all right, App State's like the way. And then COVID hit, and then yeah, it shut that all off. But um, you were getting looked at by some major D one schools. Yeah, so I was in a contact with Clemson as a as a junior in high school, and then I uh, went to this UNC soccer camp, and then their coaches were like talking to me. And we like exchanged like one email or two or two or three. I don't remember how many, but 
and then uh, state was like one. So I was like, okay, state, Clemson, Carolina, that's like local. That's mm-hmm. where I would want to go. And then, um, um, then I yeah, then I started hearing from like a bunch of D two schools, D three, and I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and um, um, and then COVID hit, and then all recruiting just shut off. Yeah, it was like, it was like right. What was it March of 2020? So yeah, I was uh, yeah. March of my junior year. So that April, I was finishing up my junior year, going into my senior year, and I yeah. just like looked at all these like other guys the past years as a kid. I was like, all oh, these guys are always committed their junior senior. Yeah. So then I started the panic. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> and then um, that senior year came around, and it was like my senior year. I don't think Division One was allowed to recruit to like July. It was or, really late, in the and they kept the pushing it back because I remember it was like March. And then it went to April, and then May, and then June. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, what the heck? But they allowed D2 and D3 to keep which recruiting, which, mm-hmm. which I guess was good in a way. And then I just was like, like, because I was emailing, like, Clemson, and I was like, hey, what's, like, what are we going to, like, what's the status? And they're like, well, due to COVID and, like, NCAA restrictions, we can't, like, like stay in contact with you. We can't like, technically recruit you or sign you or anything um, until this period. And I was like, all right, just wait to the period. Then I'll send him an email. And that period, as I said, kept getting like pushed back, back and back and back. And I was like, dude, what? And, um, and then it was like getting real late. Cause it's like, there's like a signing period. If you don't sign by this date, mm-hmm. then you, um, I don't know what the date is like June, June 25th. Let's say. Yeah. Let's say like e- each sport's a little bit different. Yeah. On the signing day, there was like so. the signing day. There's like day one. And then there's like, there's like a, like a into it. Like you can't yeah. sign with a school past that. And I was yeah. like, well, it was like four weeks till that date was coming. And then that date, the D1 recruiting thing got pushed back another month. And I was like, well, that's past the signing date. And I was like, well, I got to go D2. So I think I emailed about 38 D- Division II teams. <laughs> and um, So before you, before you continue that, because I, I, I'm still learning a little bit about this, the recruiting process and everything during COVID, because COVID screwed everything up from my understanding. Um, why, why exactly were they saying they couldn't keep in contact with you because of COVID? I... Honestly, that's a good research question. I don't know. They just, it was when COVID it came, like, it was like when it was starting to get better, like, uh, it happened in March. So, like, maybe that summer, it was like, yeah. ease off a little bit. Because those first two months, like, we didn't even leave the house. I don't know. It's just like, that's this thing we probably could look up. It was, uh, it's just like Division One is not allowed to recruit, only D2 and D3 can. I'd still love to know the rule to this day. I just, I don't know. It was just yeah, I guess I, I mean, I've talked to coaches and everything. None of them could really give me like a, a concrete answer of why, mm-hmm. like, they, like they could recruit and they could do research and everything, but like the communication, they had to completely shut that off. But there was like two, two sports that could stay recruiting and that was football and basketball. Yeah. I don't know if it's maybe because it's revenue sports for the university more than some of the other sports, but like not even baseball was able to really recruit until mm-hmm. later in that mm-hmm. second, going into that second year of 2021. Right. I, don't know. I don't know if it was because a lot of schools are scared to lose revenue. Because well, that, and then also they might not know players who were, you know, are they going to come back? Or, like, what do we do with the seniors who didn't get to finish off their season? What are we going to do with right. all those people? So Which, ooh, you later saw that they all, that, they all got their year back. A year and a half back. <laughs> now, you, now you got 30-year-olds that have been in school for 10 years playing yeah. for teams and everything. But um, <laughs> That's why it looks more like the NFL than yeah, anymore. <laughs> at this point, yeah. But, um, anyway, sorry, sorry to cut you no, off on that. It, that was a good thing to bring up because not many people know. Yeah, I know. I'm still trying to learn about Yeah, I, I mean, the everyday person is not going to know what the heck is going on with this recruiting, and the NCAA doesn't day. say anything, you know? So. <laughs> yeah, we go into COVID, and it's your traditional NCAA, and then we get out of COVID, and there's people with freaking NIL deals and everything, yeah, making yeah. millions of dollars in freaking college. Yeah. And yeah. you got free agency and all that, so. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry about that. So you end up going, you email 38 schools, 40 schools schools it was a uh, lot <laughs> how many responded to you how many like were like oh yeah we're interested or hey no we you're not what we're really looking for right now yeah um as a lot of kids will know when you email a college and if they don't like haven't been heavily recruiting you they'll tell you just come to our camp and we'll evaluate there yeah, 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 that, yeah that's yeah. crap yeah, know no, how that goes i mean it's worth going but look mainly i would say in my personal experience in high school going to like id camps Especially if you're American, like yeah. it's sad to say, soccer in America sucks. sucks. And uh, <laughs> like what like college soccer teams do, D two like all the way down to well D three maybe not, but D two and D D one. Um, a lot of the top programs will just get all these kids from overseas. Like mm-hmm. I know, like uh, mainly D ones. So like you'll look at the roster, the starting eleven. Maybe one or two is all people <laughs> Tra- from track and field is the same way. So yeah, I understand that. all people from England, like. 
like Ireland, like er- everywhere. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and then they just hand out all the walk-on spots to the Americans. And I was yeah. like, well, that's a, I mean, if my last name was like something foreign, then <laughs> maybe I'd have a better shot. McCormick but, or something like, you know. Yeah, yeah some Irish crazy last name. Um, but yeah, most of them would just respond back. Well, a lot of them were interested. Um, because they were, I mean, it was COVID for these guys too, so they're trying to fill their roster. So they were all like, yeah, yeah. So I did actually talk to quite a few. The one, the two that, well, the one that really stuck my mind was Belmont Abbey because that is actually where the club coach who was set, sitting next to my mother that game, that's where he actually played. Oh, really? Um, he played at Belmont Abbey. And um, so I was talking to them for a while, and then they told me that um, that right now they they had this starting keeper. His name was Ben. He was, like, all-conference every year. He was yeah. great. He was a good goalie. Um and they said you would probably be like fourth string, third string, and I was like, ugh. That's not really what I want to be. <laughs> and I was like, well, and then it humbled me a little bit because I was going from, okay, D1, maybe walk on, maybe scholarship, to now talking to D2, telling me I'm going to be fourth string. And I was like, wow. That's a okay. punch in the gut. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was just like, and all within three months, I was like, man. And, Life uh, changed really quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was talking to them, and then. They ended up offering me a spot, and they were just like, let me know what, what you want to do. And I was, like, thinking about it. And then I heard back from this other school named Southern Wesleyan University or SWU, whatever you want to call it. And um, I was like, okay. And then they, I looked on their roster. They had one goalie, and they had another goalie. And uh, they were both pretty pretty old. One was about to be a senior. One was about to be, like, a junior. And I was like, okay. And they only have two on the roster. And most college teams carry four goalies, yeah. um, some even five. Um, and I was like, okay. So I stayed in contact with them. And then. And that was junior year you found out that you only had two goalies. Uh, this was senior year of high school. Senior I was in a crunch. And, um, okay. and I was just looking. I was like, okay, well, I got like three weeks to decide what I want to do. And, uh, and then I just sat down one day. I was talking to my mom. And I was looking at all this, the D2 schools I had like opportunities with. A lot of them were in Conference Carolinas, uh, that conference in D2, which is a really good conference in yeah. soccer for Division Two, And uh I narrowed it down to D1. I was like, okay, if it was still D1, I'd probably want to go to Clemson or uh, UNC. Yeah. And I was like, okay, which one's closer to, to UNC? And I was like, okay, Mount Olive. Um, that one's like, it was okay. Actually, Daniel Miller, the guy I said I yeah. played with, he goes to Mount Olive. Yeah, I had one kid so, in my high school class who played Mount Olive. So. <laughs> so I would end up playing with him, but then I was like, nah. And then I kept looking, and I was like, wait. Southern Wesleyan's five minutes down the road. From Clemson, yeah. From Clemson, and that's my other dream school. And I was like, you know what? I was talking to the coach. He sold me on it, and then I ended up signing there and uh, played my freshman year of college there, and that was an experience for me. So, yeah. How, how many games did you play your college year? Because I know you're being a freshman. You had two elite yeah. goalies. How many, how many games did you play? So, yeah. Well, actually, when I got there, the other goalie, um, his name was uh, Brandon. Uh, he, I don't know. I think he... I think he quit or stopped playing, and he pursued, like, something else and, like, what he wanted to do with his career. So then it was just me and this other goalie named Will. And uh, he was a junior – yeah, he was a junior at the time. I was an incoming freshman. And uh, so it was just two of us, and I was like, okay, this is a good opportunity. Um, And I came in, and then uh, he started the first, like, game or – first game or two, and then I finally – uh, got my opportunity to play after that, and then I just remember my first college save was an upper ninety tip over the bar, and I was like, "Welcome to college!" Like, I just was like, "Oh my gosh!" I think we ended up losing that game three two. I was like so upset, but um, but yeah, that's, that's college. That college is a different level than high school. It's yeah. a different beast. Yeah, it's a lot. The first thing I noticed was like, "Oh my god!" The the game speed, the the it's speed so of the faster. game is so much faster. Like the guys, like. You don't really go up against a college team and like, oh, these guys are trash. Like yeah. everyone, I mean, if you make it to college, you're good at least. Yeah, you're <laughs> at you're something. Decent, you're yeah. you're decent. And I was like, wow, like there's not one bad player. And then I realized after that first game, I, I was just like so nervous. But I remember after that first game, I was like, okay, film is important. <laughs> yeah. So I started like watching a bunch of film before every game, like who is their top goal scorers. And um, back to your original question, I think I played seven and a half games, six and a half games. Um, which I think is pretty good because statistically, I think if I get the numbers right, I think seventy-five percent of college goalkeepers never even see the field. Wow! Because I mean, it's like a quarterback in football. You got your guy, and he's he's either your guy for four years or, or you're not at all. Yeah, man. so it's a it's a tough position. I I definitely chose the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good challenge, though. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it on that. So now you played your freshman year. Mm-hmm. What's going on now? So right now. 
oh, busy time. So after that season, I was still so hurt and, and wanted to play D1. Like, and then it was just, I don't know, the school I went to, Southern Wesleyan, it was a great school. I met some of my best friends there. I still taught it to this day. Like, it was God's, like, vision for me to go there for a year <laughs> and then leave. So I entered the transfer portal, and I was talking to um, some schools, and I was actually really getting into it. I had a visit at uh, Charleston, um, College of Charleston, and I was talking to... In South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, South Carolina loves me, I guess. <laughs> and um, College of Charleston, I was talking to Coastal Carolina, also in South Carolina. And then um, it was mainly those two, and then... I emailed back to Clemson, and I actually never heard from UNC either. So it was just Clemson. And I was like, hey, I'm in the transfer portal. And he was like, and Coach Camilo was like, yeah, our, our roster's full. And I was like, dang it. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, uh, this again. And so uh, I was heavily talking to Charleston. As I said, I went on a visit, stayed overnight um, at a hotel over there. It was super nice, like their mm-hmm. campus. Their, it was so cool. nice. Charleston's it's just right like a beautiful area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, – I went down there, had a great time, came back. I was talking to other coaches, and everything was going well. And um, he was like, all right, we'll be in contact with you in a few days, a week, to let you know. And then I was like, okay, I'm pretty much going to Charleston. Like, yeah. I, I was telling, like, my family. You were telling like, everybody. I'm going to Charleston. Like, it's going to be fun. And <laughs> you, should, you should have seen when he came over. My, he told my dad, and my dad was like, okay, I got a place to go visit now down in South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Funny story on that. Yeah, no. <laughs> and um, it's such a sad story. And, and I um, I was coaching summer camps for Trinity Soccer Academy with the club I played at in high school. It all comes back to like this. All, it's all, such that, a, that organization, yeah. Um, I was coaching, and I remember I was coaching the goalies, and I was like, and they're all like, oh, this Charleston commit, like, ooh. And I, as all the kids were just, like, looking up to you and stuff, and I was like, okay, that's cool, I guess. Because <laughs> they didn't ever give me that in D2. They're like, oh, he's just on the soccer team. Who cares? <laughs> and um, and I was, like, out coaching, and I remember it was, like, around lunch, and I was like, all right, take, like, a five-minute break. I ran back to get some water. And as I was walking back, you know, it was kind of convenient because I was on a break. I get, well, convenient, but I was on a break. I was walking back. I get a, co- a call from the coach, and the first thing he says, he goes, how you doing? I was like, I'm good, coach. How you doing? I'm sounding all happy because I'm, oh, he's about to offer me, like, a scholarship yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, no. And uh, and he's like, Bryson, I just got to be transparent with you. And I was like, what's up, coach? He goes, we just signed a, a new goalie. And I was like, are you serious? And, like, <laughs> and um, he's like, yeah, so – we just signed a new goalie, so now we don't have a spot for you. And I was just like, okay. Like, I, that's probably the first time in my life I was like speechless. Like, I didn't know yeah. what I was like, okay. And then he was just like, all right, man, well, I wish you good luck in, in finding a school. And I was like, thanks. And then we just hung up. And I was like, I'm like, I'm 20 years old. That's probably like, I was getting like teary eyed. I was like, are you serious? It was also the middle of June. Yeah. And I was like, dude, colleges start moving in like for soccer like July and, yeah. and I was like, dude, like I was I was expected to move in in like 4 weeks like <laughs> and I get that call and I was just like, man. And I had to keep that was part of the hardest cuz I had to keep coaching those kids. Mm-hmm. Like and I just remember like coaching those like kids like doing drills with them and um in the back of my mind knowing like I just got turned turned down rejected and I was like, man, that's hard. And then I think that was a uh, uh, a Wednesday when I got that call and then or Wednesday or Thursday I don't remember exactly I think it was maybe Wednesday and um, I remember that Saturday me and my girlfriend at the time we head down to Wilmington uh, and we were just sitting on the beach and I just remember I was just looking up at the sun like I had like glasses on and I was just like so like not in a good mood I'm sitting there at the beach and then I get a email or my phone buzzes and I was like oh, it's probably like a snapchat or something like no big deal <laughs> I, I look at it Something just told me to look at it, and it was um, an email from the University of South Florida. And I was like, what? Things <laughs> <laughs> are opening up again. <laughs> I was like, no way. <laughs> and, uh, and like, I just, like, whip out my phone. I'm reading it, and it was like, it was like hey, Bryson, this is Coach Billy from U- USF. Um, uh, it was actually, no, it was a, uh, yeah, it was an email, and he ended up texting me, too. So I got an email and a text, like, yeah. right at the same time. And I was like, hey, Bryson, this is Coach Billy from University of South Florida. Um, I'd love to tell you more about our university. Give me a call or email me back. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, dude, Tampa, Florida. And uh, here's another story that goes downhill. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I was talking to them. And then uh, and then 
like getting to know them. I applied to the school, sent in on my transcripts, sent in my recruiting video. They were like, good, good, good. And like, and then they were like, and this didn't happen with Charleston. So I was like, not expecting for this to happen. They, uh, they were like, okay, we need your high school transcripts, everything. And I was like, okay, cool. Uh, I go to reach back out to the community college I took dual enrollment at, and they're like, yeah, we can't find your transcript. And I was like, what? It doesn't make any sense. I was no, like... What, what community college is this? I um, hate to shout y'all out, but uh, Vance Granville Community College. <laughs> I it was Lake Tech, too. No, it was just Vance. Vance Granville? Yeah. That's the second Raleigh Community College who's done the same thing to somebody like Yeah, that. because we had somebody not, not so long ago had one. Yeah, yeah. Same, and it's more a similar, common. Similar situation. situation. Yeah. Mm. It's more common than I thought. Like, I had so many friends, like, say that their community college lost their transcript. And I was like, what the? Like, How do you do that? You you have a computer-based stuff. Like, yeah. should be that hard. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, are you kidding me? And they're like, no, we can't. We can't even find it. And I ended up, like, driving to the school, which is, like, an hour and some change away from Raleigh. Like, yeah. fan scramble was like, what, in Henderson or something? It's like, there are yeah. Oxford, something like that. It's, like, way up there and from Raleigh. It's, it's Plash Creedmoor. Uh the town of Creedmoor. Right. And I just go up there and I go to my office and I'm like, listen, y'all, like I'm getting recruited for soccer. I need this transcript. And they're like, we're looking all over. And I'm like, I have my ID. I have my unofficial transcript. I have everything you need. My student ID number. There's no way you cannot find my account. Yeah. There was nothing. And I was like, what? And I tell this to South Florida. And I was like, well, we can't get you through the admitting process without this transcript. And I was like, dude, <sighs> I just went through the same, not the same, but like this like heartbreak with Charles and not again. <laughs> and, uh, and we kept trying for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I was like, I was kept telling USF. I was like, they don't have it. And they're like, all right, send us a note. Like tell the, like administrator, or administer, like director, whatever over there to send us a note saying that we can't find it. And I was like, okay. And I like emailed them and I was like, can you guys just send them a note saying, and then, I feel like, personally, in my end, I feel like their ego was too high to send them a note saying that we lost his transcript. Yeah. So they kept saying this, like, we can't find it, but we're working on it. And I was like, I don't have time for you guys to work on it. Just, like, they said they would let me into the school if you, if tell you them. just tell them that it's lost. Like, and then I won't ever need it again, like, unless yeah. I transfer again. No, no, because once you get that 30 credit hours, you don't have to worry about it. Right. And I was like, just tell them, like, yeah, we lost it, and then I will leave you guys alone. You won't hear from me again. I just need to get into the school. And they just kept pushing it, and and they, like, sent a quote-unquote note, but, it like, I guess it wasn't good enough, and then it just kept going on and on and on. And then I ended up having to take the semester off because it got too late. And, um, so, yeah, that is why I'm home right now. <laughs> so you're technically still in the transfer portal. Yeah, my name's still in the transfer portal, so, yeah. Anybody reached out to you since for next semester or next year? Um, not anyone has reached out. I'm... Um, I talked to Clemson again and said, hey, I'm out this semester. Is there any chance for, like, next semester? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, there's possibility you could possibly walk on. And I'm oh, like, yes. Man. I'm like, I swear, <laughs> third time better be a charm. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then I got I emailed, like, State, and they got back with me, and they were like, come to this thing. It's like all the ACC schools are going to be there, like UNC, Duke, Clemson, Pitt, Syracuse. Syracuse actually just won the – no, yeah. yeah Syracuse, Syracuse just, just won, won the national championship. I was like, okay. Wasn't that in Cary? Yeah, I actually was at the game in a box. Wow. <laughs> and uh, and so I was like, okay, well, I'll go. And so I actually got that thing. The It's like a combine almost on uh, Wednesday, the twenty the 21st. So that's exciting, I that's, guess. So That's really exciting. Yeah. As of today, like, I got in Clemson. So as of today, I guess I've considered, like, going to Clemson as a potential walk-on. Yeah. And unless I hear something from one of these schools on Wednesday and Thursday that some big offers around the corner, yeah. then – as of today, I'm going to Clemson, so Uh-oh. peeps the hat. <laughs> Sorry, I guess I might have to wear some orange for the first time in a long time. Orange is a good color, dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you grow up as? Definitely a Tar Heel. Yeah, but so I never how, how do you easily go to Clemson like that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I've always liked Clemson. I've never hated them. It's like no, the one no, school I, I've actually like pulled for other than UNC, so it's yeah. kind of odd that it's like now the school I might be going to, so... That's good. That's yeah. yeah. Five minutes away from the school I just transferred from, so I'm really <laughs> moving back five hours away to go to the same area. Like, but it's to a bigger school. Yeah, way bigger school. And it's, it's to a school that's a top five, top ten team every year. Yeah. Uh huh. Clemson struggled a little bit this year, but it's still like their national championship winning program. So yeah. yeah. Um. So yep. You got any other schools that you're looking at trying, like desperately trying to get to? 
my or would you be open to going to my number one I'm like still even though they've hurt me and not email me back is UNC I would love to go there um, hopefully they're at this thing hopefully they show up and I'm like hey answer my emails I've been emailing you for like three years because <laughs> they emailed me the one time when I was like a freshman in high school or no a sophomore going to my junior year and I, yeah and I was like okay okay and then they I never heard back from him since I was like what did I do <laughs> he was so excited because he's like dream school you know finally got it and then for the next year and a half, he was just torn down. Like from yeah. he, from then on, an it's like hard to be a UNC fan, like because yeah. they like didn't talk to you, and now they're losing every game. Like, it's <laughs> like I say, is it's not because of me. Yeah, 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 I can't do anything. I can't help y'all to make the final four. But, um, but yeah, the the school I'd say I would love to go to is probably UNC, close to home. A bunch of family could come to games. Probably like every home game. It's a forty minute drive from my house. Clemson's five hours away, so. Yeah. Um, I'd probably like if I had to like just pick, it'd be UNC. But yeah, but if you go if you go to this combine and like you hear from uh, a Syracuse or somebody or, or like NC that, State or yeah, it's like, like we're going. Yeah, I'd probably say like if I hear and especially if definitely if money's involved, like a scholarship offer is involved, any type of one, I would be like yeah. So Clemson's now, and maybe a few days we'll see if nothing happens there. If I go and and choke <laughs> <laughs> don't do that don't think about it, 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 that be positive club, you're good you got this yeah no but Just play your uh, game man yeah so now you're this, let's rewind a little bit you're in your freshman year of college where nil deals major for d2 athletes like yourself mm-hmm. did yeah, you yeah. sign any did you have any offers for nil deals like yes. anything like that um I did sign one NIL deal. It was with a protein uh, company. I think Ellen, the talk host, uh, I forgot. What's her last name? Do you guys know? It's Ellen, the, the voice of uh, Dory Ellen from Nemo. Yes, Ellen yeah. DeGeneres. Yeah. Uh, she's actually sponsored by them, too. And I was like, okay, cool. And I got an email, and I was like, hey, do you want to, um, like, be a sponsor? And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> and uh, me and my roommate at the time, he was on the track team at uh, Southern Wesleyan. He uh, got the same NIL. So me and him were both sponsored by Green Plus. So one day we just get these boxes filled with like protein bars <laughs> and like all this like stuff and like protein shake powder. And I was like, man, this is cool. You just get like free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it wasn't like a paid one, like like for cash. It was you just yeah. got paid in product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just um, had a, what did you have to do for the product? Um, you had to make a post on Instagram, like here's your code to get twenty percent off. It's yeah. still on my Instagram right now. Um, and uh, it's just yeah, just post a pic with our, our product. So I when I got it in the mail, I was like, okay. So it's just a lot of online marketing type deals. Pretty much. Yeah. And they're like, just post this, and I was like, okay. And then yeah, so I just get a bunch of free protein bars like every few months or so. So <laughs> yeah, because the whole nil thing for us, we we haven't talked about it yet on the podcast, but we're we've had a Th- lot. Of this is a touchy subject. For this Dylan. is a very touchy he, subject. Um, he was in school on the track team when the nil stuff was going through. Mm-hmm. Um. So and the, he's very opposite of. I, I had a strong opinion whenever yes. it started. So. <laughs> When I when I was a senior, I was I don't know if y'all had this whenever you were at uh, Wesleyan. Um, we had SAC reps. SAC reps. I don't think so. Um, so most Division one schools, I, at least I know, have SAC reps, which are student athlete advisory committee members. Okay. Um, so it's they have like depending on the size of the team. Um, us for on the track team, we had probably like. I think we had three. Um, because we were we were large, we had like eighty to one hundred members. So, mm-hmm. um. Uh, SAC rep is somebody that, like, they look after your community service hours. They make sure um, if you're going on certain events, uh, they're there to um, just take ownership of what's going on. They right. hold whole different events. Like, we had, like, Goldsby's and stuff like that, which is big mm-hmm. awards. We ran that, stuff like that. So, um, we were also, I guess you would say, like, liaisons with the NCAA between the, the student-athlete body and then the NCAA itself. So we're kind of like that middleman. We we had meetings every every two weeks or something like that. Um, one, towards the end, we had a meeting, and they were saying we're going through NCAA proposals. And it, they went through every school. Uh, they have about 50 proposals that the NCAA is putting in from what the athletes are saying that they were, like, done. My senior year was uh, the NIL deals. Mm. So I voted on whether the NIL deals were going to go in or not. Um, they gave us a spiel on what exactly was going on. 
um, about athletes being able to be paid and everything. A lot of it had to do with the guy from, what was it, Alabama? It was a bigger school to punter that yeah, was making sure YouTube videos. I think it was Alabama. Oh, no, UCF. It, his name was... Um, I cannot remember his name. He calls himself DZ King or something like that. Yeah. I would love to have him on the podcast one day. That's the goal is to have someone like him to... Because he was making YouTube videos, making money off of it, but they said you either quit YouTube or you play football or, you know, quit one or the other. You can't mm-hmm. do both. Yeah, because... Uh, and then it, he was like the finding way for yeah, they, it, uh, NIL deals to go through. A lot of people don't understand the NCAA process. They, uh, whenever you start you start playing that, that school year, you have to sign a bunch of papers saying that they have rights to your image and all the different uh, forms that you get to fill out. One of those is for them to use your rights and image for like their posters and their like the school's marketing is basically their way of saying like we can use your image to make money for our programs but you're not going to make a dime that's and that's what and i make a dime you just don't make it as in like cash value or like like protein products and stuff you make it in as a scholarship for education yeah that there that was their argument is using your likeness to pay for your scholarship Mm-hmm. Which is understandable, and it's been the tradition for years and years and years. The NIL came in because they had a lot of athletes, specifically DZ King, that was Something going, like that. that was I making, can't... he was making a lot of freaking money going oh, on YouTube. And there was others. I knew a soccer player at Baylor. Yeah, um, there was a there couple was a of different. Of there was a couple of people, main people that were uh, making money from YouTube and stuff. And they they had a hard time arguing against it, and that's when NIL came in. Um, mm-hmm. Now, the NIL doesn't – I have problems with NIL because, number one, like I, it's it's one of those things like for somebody like you, you've got a you've got a membership with a company and they're just giving you product mm-hmm. and you're just doing these simple little things like that. Like that I don't really have a gigantic problem with. It's like the people that have um, – they have deals with like Nike and Under Armour. They're like big time, and it's yeah, money based. Nice. <laughs> like guys are making like millions of dollars from IL deals. Even for like Bojangles, there's like a guy I think on the UNC football team. What was it, Sam Howell? Right? He has like. Well, he's from Charlotte, so like he's from this area. Yeah, yeah. So like my thing is though, like you you still can't have agents. You right. can't have anybody representing because that takes your that takes your amateurity away. Right. You're you're considered a professional athlete whenever you got an agent and all that. So, like, these kids that have got, like, gigantic deals and say they're 19, 20 years old, I'm sorry, there's no 19-year-old that can discuss a million-dollar deal. Yeah. Can go into a meeting with guys that do this for a living, guys and girls that do this for a living, like, sharks. Destroying is his name. Just, huh? His name is Destroying. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I just don't know what his name is. That was my issue with NIL because it's opening a lot of dark doors for, like, kids being very... Very young, um, and I feel like it's going to do a lot of um, yeah. I feel like it's going to do a lot of destructive things towards it. So I was one of the only ones that voted against it mm-hmm. for that reason. I don't have a problem with kids getting paid. I have a problem with people trying to take advantage of young student athletes, which I haven't seen it happen yet. But I know it will in the future, and that's what I'm scared of. But um, as for like stuff like. Like what you're doing, where you're getting you're getting protein and stuff like that. Like, that's not really that big of a deal to me. Yeah, not, um, not and I feel like that was kind of the idea of what they wanted. But I'm not a hundred percent sure that the NCAA expected kids to be getting like these gigantic like endorsements. Million dollars uh, and buying a you got a tw- you got a 21 year old that's playing at freaking Oregon or Texas has got a free Lamborghini Urus and all that kind of stuff. Where all of a sudden become SMU in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the only that was the only thing about the NIL when it came out. So I knew about it before it all was coming out. But we haven't talked about this on the podcast yet. But what's your thoughts on your NIL deals yeah. and stuff like that? Because you you've experienced the you've experienced post, it firsthand um, and acceptance. yeah yeah. Uh, I mean it was I mean it was cool because like I would see like for me it was just as I said I just got paid in product. But I would see these other guys getting like million dollar deals, and I was like, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I agree like, when you're the athlete getting that million dollar deal. You see, I I've heard a bunch of different uh, 
opinions about it. Like I've heard coaches talk about it. Oh, coaches are not fans. No, in my, in my Nick experience, Saban hates it from what I understood, uh, I know a lot of coaches at ECU that don't like it because yeah. they're like they they've all got kids that aren't athletes and they're trying to go to school and they got to pay these thousands of dollars where there's kids that go there to play as a scholarship athlete and are getting these deals. Yeah. They're just like that's that's what I'm saying. And there's nothing against the athletes because I know a lot of athletes that give away money to charities. Yeah, yeah. And stuff. a lot of a lot of. And that that's like that's great. Like I I'm yeah. full. If you're if you're gonna do this, you give it to kids that are going to use it for the right things. Yeah. And I mean, I, even if they keep a little bit for their pocket, that's okay. And that's they fine. Donate most of it. That that's totally you know, fine. Do whatever, but. And it's it's another thing like you have, it's like. Uh, for instance, Reggie Bush, okay, yeah, yeah. like and just just for just for namesake, I mean he was on he was on the cover of NCAA. You go on every magazine. You you, you see them play on ABC. Like his face and his name is going to be up there. He didn't make a dime off of that. Right. Well, allegedly, but that's <laughs> yeah, another, that's, that's right. another road that we're that we don't want to go down. But <laughs> if if everything the rules went right, he didn't see a dime out of all that. But he's on these major networks. He's getting well, now advertised. He's got a career out of it. Now he's got a career out of it, which is great. But like, it's just it's a really it, it's a slippery slope on it, and there's a lot of different yeah. hard feelings towards it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it's good to hear from somebody that's actually got an idea mm. right now and kind of yeah. give us a little bit of insight on it. Po- the pre signing of you know yeah. allowing of that, so mm-hmm. it's a little different from what we experiencing what we got. Yeah, because NIL wasn't there whenever I after I grad like yeah. graduated. It was like the it was, a it was the two year, it was two years it was after my we, first year of grad school. Yeah, so it was a little bit after we we had graduated and got out of undergrad. Mm-hmm. So So after all that, right, you signed everything, you did everything. What is some advice you would have what is some advice you would have for someone who's trying to come up in like your shoes again? You know, what would say what would you have for the next generation? To do what exactly? Like, who wants to become a college athlete? Whether it's soccer, football, if they have baseball, aspirations to play beyond like high school. Well, yeah. Well, what would you have like as a life lesson or like advice for that next person? Um, see, I'm still young doing it myself, but I personally, <laughs> I, I'm a I'm also a personal trainer for goalies, and a lot of them I ask them like when I first do like a lesson with them, like, do you want to play college? And I'm hoping they say yes because then yeah. I'm more invested. If they're like, eh, not really, then I'm like, oh, okay, then what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Why are you paying uh, me to do this? Yeah, um, but a lot of them, I got this one kid. I won't give his name out, but I got this one kid, and he's like, he like reminds me a lot of myself, like mm-hmm. when I was younger. And I'll have a talk with him, and he was like, what do I got to do? And I'm like, um, one, I'd find like a mentor that's like, I mean, you can use Kinda me. Like you, you can yeah. use me, I guess, mm-hmm. as an example, but find like a mentor see mine when i was a little little guy it was like sean because he played yeah. college he played pro he did it all. that's what i want to do so i would say find a mentor and in every chance you get let's just like like just always try your hardest it doesn't matter like as i said i probably wouldn't even be playing college if if uh, uh sean didn't show up at that new life camp game and it was yeah. a homeschool soccer game yeah who would have thought and somewhere like that like in if you go around thinking oh it's just a if you're homeschooled, if you just go around thinking, oh, or you're playing in high school and it's just, oh, it's just another game, like nobody's watching this, like I'm not playing. Yeah, you it. never like, know who's in some top academy. Yeah. It's um, just like when you're playing basketball in your driveway and you, that next car comes by and you're yeah. like, no, I gotta try it 10 times harder. It's an NBA scout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, just make it in front of the car. Yeah. <laughs> NBA, we found our guy. <laughs> no, yeah, but my advice is just like, always give 100%. That's what I've learned. Like, no matter, like, like as you said, no matter who's watching, you're by yourself. Like, um, at the end of the day, like, even I, like, what I say, a famous, not famous, but a quote I like to, like, to use. I'll try to remember. I was trying to pull it up on my phone, but it's called, um, especially for this time of my life and a lot of kids, if they're trying to get recruited, like, um, especially if they're, if they're, um, like, believers in Christ, I always, like, told myself, um, um, Chasing your dream, like um, actually, I'm gonna pull it up. It's a, uh, it's a quote I, I like. Give me one second. It's kind of like Philippians four thirteen. It it's similar. Yeah. Um, it's great. I, I love it. Um, if I can find it, one second, guys. You guys <laughs> can carry a conversation while I try to find this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. We're good. No, you're good. Take it out. That's yeah. what editing's for. Yeah. Word. Make your heart of me. Okay, I see. 
I'll remember this for Christmas. <laughs> oh, you got a week. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to take back your A week and like two more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we got to get our schedule and everything right now. I got to get over to Ryan. Yeah, you find out with Ryan and then we can go from there. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Ryan's got some people too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I know a couple, he knows a couple people in okay. Olympic. So that quote is. Oh, so yeah, that quote. Sorry for the delay. Um, so this is what I would I would tell a lot of my guys. Like, as I said, especially if you're a believer in Christ, I am personally. I know you both are as well. Am, yeah, hundred um, percent. Um, especially at a young age, or if you're in my situation in the transfer portal, trying to figure out what you want to do, it goes. The hardest part about chasing your dream is trying to understand if God has given you signs to stop, or if He's testing your faith to keep going. Uh, that's something I like look at and. And um, and it really like ins- like inspires me to just keep believing like whatever happens is God's plan like who knows I could be doing this and I won't ever play another game in college again so yeah um, another one is I won't have to look this one up I kind of know this one it's like a lot of people is like like I guess in job and work and and I guess college athlete because I mean you you know college mm-hmm. athlete life it, it's, it's not it's, hard. it's not easy it's not the easy media and Instagram and. All that they make it look like it's such Old a breeze. D one, like those big time D one. They athletes. make it look they so make it fun. Look so easily, it's so fun. Yeah, like, and if the you real grind is not that. If you don't love the sport, like it's it's very hard. It it's had hard. me first week of preseason in college last year. I was like, do I really want to do this? So, yeah. um, but my whole life, that's what I wanted, and God gave it to me. So what I always told myself is like, I'm tired. I don't want to keep doing this, but I'm gonna keep smiling because I asked for this. Yeah, and yeah. even though how hard it is, like. It's just what I always told myself. Like you asked for this for you all your out the life. You with a good attitude and you keep it going the rest of yeah. the day. And I think back like weeks like in the season, and I was just like, let it be over, let it be over. And there was weeks I hated it. Like I wasn't like like my teammates were sometimes like frustrating. Um, like coaches, it's just all a big thing. And then if it's I look about it now, it a, yeah, a it's a little bit of a business. And it's like, if you're not performing, you're out. Like yeah. you're not starting, especially at a goalkeeper position. If you mess up, like the issue, it's not like you just sub on and off like a yeah. field player. It's just, you're either on the field or you're not. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, yeah, it's definitely not meant for everybody. Almost was not meant for me, but I'm like, you know, I'm going to go after this thing. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't go through all that stress for nothing. Like yeah. I'm not stopping now, but that's personally just my, point of view from yeah. it so you guys got anything else you guys like to share either one no thank you for coming on man yeah appreciate, appreciate having me here. thank and you nick was telling me a little bit about your story and i was like that, that sounds like something that's right up our alley yeah so but we'll have him on in a couple well there'll be a part two to this one maybe not as long but yeah. it'll be about how he did it his tryout and his camp and we'll give um, you an update on hopefully he'll have something more solid concrete where he's going next year maybe if it's not next semester next fall I'm hoping it's next semester I'm going to sit out another semester <laughs> <laughs> love my most, mom but I've been home too long <laughs> most likely it'll be next semester but um, on that case this is the athlete's table word This is a Beyond Sports Media production, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube.